This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parenting Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Josh Whittaker. And Rob Beckett. Good work. There we go. That was a nice one. Yes. Hi, Rob and Josh. Hope you're both well. I'm loving the podcast and blame my other half that I was late to the party. He kept saying he listens to the dad's podcast. So I never thought much of it till my friend mentioned I said listen to Parenting Hell. And um, he then announced that's what he meant. Thanks, Felix. Oh, he got the name wrong. The Dad's Podcast. Do you know what? Originally, we did kind of see it as as just dads, didn't we, Rob? Well, because we were dads. We We were dads. We didn't realise. We still are. We didn't realise that, you know, that women would be interested in our boring, boring lives. When I look at the nurturing of a child, I don't see gender. I just see parent. Do you know what, Rob? I would say the same. But my daughter, we (laughs) haven't, um, you know, you try your best to not you know, buy a pink clothes, etc. It is fucking insane. <laughs> it's like a compulsion. It's like she's been brainwashed. Like kids and, and that, Where and that, is it? It's mad. <laughs> Sorry. It is it is like and I, like girls, my daughters are just before they even really watched Teddy or had iPads or went to school or anything like that, immediately buggy and pink. Both of them. You just gotta let her express herself, but fucking hell. <laughs> How can you be that into unicorns and rainbows? Oh, come right. on. yeah, come on, you little cliche. <laughs> Think for yourself. If you were writing a script, you'd go, this is a bit on the nose. This is a bit... <laughs> it's a bit route one, this, isn't yeah, it? come on. Come on, when's this going out, really? Unicorns and pink, what's, what's the boy like, is it? Or cars, it? Transformers and dinosaurs. Classic. She's got three mates, and we, we saw them on Saturday. She's got more mates than you. I know, exactly, mate. Exactly. She's got a better social life than I have. I'll tell you that for free. We'll come to that. I used to think when they go like, oh, so-and-so won't talk to you anymore. And I'd be really, like, when you first worry about that, don't you, at school? Oh, my yeah. God, what if so-and-so's not going to talk to them and they leave, leave them out? Now, that happens so much with so many different people. I just sort of like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll sort itself out. It always does. 
Well, like, she tells me I'm not her best friend or coming to a party once every oh. two days. So I'm sure that <laughs> other people are getting the same treatment. I hope they are. If it's just me. <laughs> That's brutal, isn't it? Just that. Yeah. I'm bloody paying for it, mate. Right. Um, so I'm up to series two and just listened to Jessica Knappett. Anyway, I regularly listen in the car with a toddler in tow and he started repeating your names on the intro. <laughs> so here's our little recording. Recorded in the car at a standstill, obviously. At the end of my granddad's road. Enjoy from Louise, Felix, and Sebastian Cherry. And then she's done a Cherry's emoji, which is a real bonus of having the surname Cherry, I imagine, having your own emoji. Yeah, Sebastian Cherry's a great name. Sebastian Cherry sounds like when Waitrose release a new Cherry, but need to add another quid to the price. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a Sebastian Cherry. Have you had a Sebastian Cherry? I have actually, Rob, and it was bitter. <laughs> How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm very good. Uh, kids are, are fine. I'm very busy. I don't want to book bore people because we do talk about having a book out. Thank you to all the people that bought it. It's, it's doing pretty well. So thank you very much. But um, I feel a bit like a um, a film star on a junket, Josh. I've never yeah. experienced this kind of full on because it's not like a tour PR. You mocked me for my uh, junket life, Rob, and now you're living it yourself. It's, it's nonstop, isn't it? Well, it will stop in about a week. Yeah, when no one ever cares, no one cares about my book ever again. But at the moment, it's quite busy. But what a week it was, Rob! What a week it was going to Cheltenham and having a cold pizza before I did a, a gig. This is quite funny. So I did last night. I did a book event in Bromley because basically yeah. the book's about class, isn't it? So they keep sending me to Henley on Thames and Cheltenham. It's about class, isn't it? Is the <laughs> absolute perfect sound. <laughs> And I I thought, well, what's the point of writing a book about class and about sort of not having access to certain things in the arts and in comedy? And I, the, the working class boat, keeps going to Henley and Cheltenham. So I did a book event at Bromley in the Churchill Theatre yep. because I yep. don't think they do many book events there. Anyway, I did no. that. Um, I went out and went, give me a cheer if you've been to a book event before. No one cheered. Give me a cheer if you know this is a book event. No one cheered. Give me a cheer if you've read my book. No one cheered. So I did have 500 people wanting a full stand-up gig, but they got a (laughs) chat about my book. Did you at any point think, fuck this, I'm just going to stand up and do some stand-up comedy? Yeah, I did, but I was being interviewed by Emily Dean, and I just felt that would be very unfair on her to sort of just stand behind me. Yeah, that would have been awful, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, sorry, there's someone at my front door. Oh, no. Do you want to go and answer it? Um, They're in there. I've got to open the side gate. Sorry, mate. One second. It's all right. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I got interrupted. My window cleaner was here, Josh. Oh. Well, don't clean my own windows. I know. I've changed. I mean, have you changed? I have changed. I just, yeah, I don't clean my own windows. He's good, actually. He's got a long pole that gets to the top ones rather than walking on the extension and breaking all the slats. Oh, that's good. What am I talking about? Yeah. Uh, Josh, let's talk about your week for a bit. I'm, I've had too much coffee. My head hurts. Have you? Yeah, I had a big one. I gulped it down when you were doing Felix's intro. When did you stop junketing, Rob? Generally, not not completely. When do I stop junketing? I never. I'm always junketing, mate. Right. So I had last last week. I had Talksport. Chris Evans. I've done Zoe Ball. Who did you do on Talksport? Alan Brazil and Ray Parler. Um, I, it was three seconds before they went. Rob, what do you think of Arteta? I felt like saying, "What do you think about my fucking book?" I'm not oh, here. Mate. You know, I'm not here promoting Arsenal, mate. I hate it when that happens. You should try doing who do you think you are, mate. Then you fucking don't get to talk about your book. That is an unbelievable turn of events in your interview. So we're going to start by talking about who do you think you are. Really? Oh, oh, I'm on the one show tonight. This is Monday recording this. Oh, yeah, and Josh was on who do you think you are, and he's related to King Henry VIII. Do you want to talk about that? No, I fucking don't. Oh, come on, Rob. Give me a fucking shout. I need it. (laughs) 
I went, I'm not talking about him. It's about me. I'll say that on the, I'll say that on the telly as well. Anyway, so I've got the one show and I've got Lorraine. And I've got Jonathan Ross the and usuals. a few interviews. The it's usuals. all good. It's all good. I'm not complaining, but it's quite no. busy. But um, yeah, the kids, I'm still up with the kids early in the morning though. That's why I'm really coffeed off my nut at the moment, John. Oh, really? You don't drink coffee. You just have tea, didn't you? Just have tea. Keep it on, a, keep it on an even keel. Um, what I'm trying to look at my notes. So I've, I've got loads to talk about here, but I can't read any, you know, when your eyes don't work. All right, well, shall I start? Yeah, go on, yeah, yeah. I was on Who Do You Think You Are? <laughs> what happened? Talk me through it. <laughs> well, you just go through your week, then oh, mine. Oh, God. I don't feel like you're in a mood for listening, Rob. I feel like you need to get something <laughs> off your chest. I feel like it'd be performing to, like, one of those awful coked-up audiences that you okay. get at, like, a late show at a comedy <laughs> club, and you're like, oh, God, they're edgy. Right, okay, look, look, we know each other well now. Let me burn myself out, then I'll ask you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, here we go. You're like a dog that needs walking. I'm a dog that needs walking. Let me run and then I'll sleep. Oh, let's talk to you about a dog that needs walking. Well, yeah, first things first. I'm getting this whippet now and this dog chat. Have you not got it? No, I get it in two weeks. Your bloody your wife's putting up pictures on her Instagram of it. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, but do you, do you have like meetings with it? Like when you're adopting? <laughs> we go in once a week so the girls get used to it because it's only 10 minutes away. Right. So that's what we're doing. Because normally a puppy's always four hours. I don't know what it is. <laughs> when they get yeah. the puppy, it's always, <laughs> it's always Staffordshire, isn't it? We had to go and get the puppy, four hours. Anyway, so what is annoying me, Josh, is people thinking that I've got a connection with them now because I'm going to own a Whippet and they love Whippets. I am a man with a dog. My personality is not Whippet, okay? No. I just want to make that clear. If you've got a Whippet, good for you. I've got a Whippet as well. We won't be friends. We might be, but it's not going to be because of a whippet. Will you acknowledge, you know, like when beetle drivers go past each other and they acknowledge each other? Are you aware of this phenomenon? Look, I feel like I've got myself in a whole weird world of new rules socially because I've got to have a whippet. So I think yeah. if you've got a whippet, I'll give you a nod. Maybe have a quick chat. Yeah. But when people go, oh, yeah, you've joined the whippet gang. No, I haven't. <laughs> Have you joined? You have joined the Whippet Gang. You are. I mean, I've not joined. I'm not part of a gang. I hate being part of something, Josh. I'm a free spirit. I'm a lone ranger. I'm a rebel without a cause. Yeah, you're a man with a whippet. That's what you are. <laughs> I'm a man with a whippet. And then people are messaging me as whippets that their owners have created on Instagram talking oh to me as a whippet. You sure that's not the whippets? No, no. It's that is a whippet type. The claws are too long for the speed. <laughs> no, the, the, like this. This is, this is an example of it. Would a Whippet's feet work on an iPhone? I mean, I'll find out when I get my Whippet. Yeah, if you could just check that one for us. Check that with the president of your club. <laughs> this is on. Look, just drop in and say hello. I have three golden rules for my whoms. For my what? My whoms. This is a dog that's got an Instagram account. And, and I think it's a person pretending to be their dog. Right. And now they're talking as the dog to me. I reckon there's two months until your whippet's got an Instagram account, Rob. Let's just all be honest about it now. Well, I was thinking, actually, maybe I could monetize the whippet the same way Joey Essex did with his cat that looked like a cheetah. Joey Essex said... Well, right. Obviously, I don't know about that. Okay, Joey Essex, right, who I think is a genius. Yeah. He had a shop, right, um, selling clothes. Fusey, I think it was called. And then he'd been in the shop, and people used to go to the shop to... Uh, selfie with Joey Essex and meet Joey Essex, right? However, that meant he couldn't go and do other things and people would be disappointed at the shop. So what he did was he had this pet cat that looked like a, you know, them like really pretty cats that look a bit like a cheetah, the amazing markings. Right, yeah. yeah they're expensive, right? They get kidnapped a lot. Right. Well, not kidnapped, stolen. I don't think they're... Catnapped. Yeah, catnapped. <laughs> and anyway, he used to put that on the Instagram and it had its own account and then people would go and have a photo with the cat. Oh, wow. So I could maybe I could make the dog a celebrity dog. The dog could do your tour for you. 
Yeah. Or that could be the encore. The dog comes out anyway. And they were like, we're here for stand-up, not a fucking book talking a dog. <laughs> Come on, mate. It'll be the dog talking about my book by the end of the year. <laughs> I'll just be at home with my feet up. Um, but yeah, so that's I'm a little bit stressed by that. I don't really want my personality to be dictated by what dog I've got. No, of course you don't. I don't want to be a dog per- I don't want to be a dog. Per- I'm a person with a dog. Yeah, I don't think you're a whippet person anyway, Rob. No, Do you look, know what I mean? I don't think Whippet is your personality. No, also, Whippets are quite good because it's not... I'm not a big fan of Great Danes. I think if you've got a Great Dane, your banter's weak. Right, yeah. Let me just Google a Great... I'm so bad with dogs that whenever anyone mentions them, I don't really know which one they're talking about. Well, Great Dane are big, massive dogs. Oh, that's a big dog. It's too big. I just sort of think it's a personality dog, isn't it? I don't like a big dog, Rob. Who are you? Oh, I've got a Great Dane. That's my life. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Because if you've got a great Dane, that's your life. Yeah. Isn't it? Don't you think? Yeah. So when do you get the dog? Two weeks? Yeah, a couple of weeks. Just in time for firework night. That'll sell it in nice, wouldn't it? Oh, lovely, 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 lovely. Another thing. I'm burning myself out here, Josh. We'll get into your week. Harris is a name. It's not short for Harrison. I've had a number of angry Scottish people approach me in the street right. about this. Harris is a name. It's a first name, apparently. I've never heard of it, and I think they're lying. How much walking around the street do you do, Rob? Loads. You're constantly being approached by people taking up issues with the podcast. I know. It's nonstop. Someone in the Q&A last night asked me a question, and then I've got a question. Just to let you know, we absolutely love the podcast, and Josh is our favourite, and everyone cheered. What? And then expected an answer. Oh, wait, that's not a question. Well, I got in Stoke. I got bring on Beckett at one point. That was unbelievable. Ah, oh, that's brutal, isn't it? What did you respond to that? Got them thrown out. Because <laughs> it was when someone had shouted out someone from the podcast. No one understood what it was. <laughs> okay. And then I had to explain what the podcast was. Oh, God. And my supposedly very successful podcast. <laughs> I'm explaining to my own fucking audience in a theatre what it is. <laughs> it looks so needy. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, but I, if the next time they say, bring on Beckett, do an impression of me, be like, oh, cool, blimey fucking hell. Or my get out of jail free card. If they shout for you or Romish, I always go, they go, where's Romish? Where's Josh? I go, you don't get Josh and me for this price on a Saturday night in Halifax. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a good, it's a good, it gets a laugh. Particularly if you're in Halifax, it really works. Yeah, I did that in Stoke last night. It didn't go down well, but, um, <laughs> you know, I'm working, I'm working. It's always a working process. <laughs> right, Josh, I've got big issues. I've had an absolute howler with the kids. Yeah. This is what's happening. You know, we've got a hamster. No. I, <laughs> I panic bought a hamster. So you, what the, f- you've got, you've got a cat and a dog and a hamster now and sea monkeys and sea monkeys no I haven't got sea monkeys but I do oh. want sea monkeys yeah yeah they are banter aren't they? Um, I've got a hamster I bought a panic bought a hamster in lockdown one. Oh yes I do remember this and I got it out it bit me it hasn't been a big narrative on this uh, podcast no because it I got it out to play with it nearly took my f- whole finger off then I popped it back oh. in the cage and he's been there for two years oh what's he called Woody oh yeah anyway so we need space in the front room to put the dog cage in right so yeah really we we could do with this oh, hamster. dog cage fucking hell dogs are an effort aren't they jesus wow oh it's a they call it a crate it's a fucking cage right with a, yeah. with a cushion in it right so we get the dog crate and i need to put it somewhere and we've got this big hamster cage i was chatting to my mate i was like, oh, i don't know what to do and my mate luckily jack uh hopefully his daughter's not listening to this he's he wanted to get a hamster for his daughter and i went why don't you can have our hamster if you want the hamster's probably got about two months left but when he dies you get a new one you can have the cage and all the stuff because we don't yeah. we need to get rid of it perfect he wants that we want that i'm cleaning it up and i'm giving it to him now i've got to tell the kids we're getting rid of the hamster so i'm contemplating faking a hamster's death <gasps> no 
kids have got to learn about death. How are you going to fake it, Rob? I'm just going to say, oh, sad news, girls. The hamster. Because we've got to tell them this in about three months' time because he's he's so old now. He'd only live for two years, right? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, yeah, it's only two. Oh, what a life. Right, so I think I'm going to have to fake his death and just go, look, the hamster's dead. And then we're going to have to do a fake burial. Oh. I don't know if that's more traumatic. Won't they ask to see the body to pay their respects? What kind of sicko kid do you think I've got? What, it's, not, it's not a fucking true crime <laughs> drama. See the body? What do you want, the post-mortem? What was it, Dad? <laughs> Bollocks. Their bollocks get massive, though, and they do crush them. Do they? Oh, it's disgusting what he's got there. I'm going to be open here. He's not far off the size of my balls. Really? Yeah. And how big's he compared to his balls? I'd say... I'd... What percentage of the hamster is ball? 30. Fuck it, yeah, now. <laughs> what an image. <laughs> he's, and 12%'s his teeth. He's, like, he's basically me. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can't fake a hamster's death. Exactly. That's the opposite of what people do with their pets. <laughs> Everyone else has a story at their childhood when their pet died and they were lied to that it hadn't died. You're the only one who's inserting a harrowing death into your children's lives. It's yeah. absolutely insane. So then that was the plan. But then this morning I said, oh, girls, you know, the um, dog's coming soon. So, um, and I, you know, when you start. Just let the dog kill the hamster. <laughs> let him chase it. Get it, get the speed up. No, so then I was like, sometimes being married and having kids is like being part of a political party, isn't it? You're going to be challenged at all points, but you need to have a strategy. And, you know, you need to work out what the party line is, don't you? Yeah. Stick to it. So that's, we were chatting about the pipeline and I, for no reason, I was tired this morning, just went solo and freestyled. Hey, girls, just so you know, because um, we need space for Freddie's crate, you know, the hamster needs to go somewhere. So we're going to let the hamster go and live with Jack and Chloe. Yeah. The youngest sort of laughed and went, oh, going on holiday. I was like, yeah, if you want to call it that. And then the eldest broke down in tears and got distraught. And then Lou came down and went, what's going on? I went, oh, I've sort of mentioned that the hamster's going to go. Oh, went, what have you said? I went, I don't really know. I just sort of said we're just going to give it away. She went, why did you say that? That's, we hadn't worked out what we were going to tell him. So she's distraught. I went, oh, sorry. And I went, oh, I've got to go now to go to the podcast. And she went, oh, brilliant. Oh, my God. Amazing. She was taking them to the creche. And oh my God. they haven't been to the crash for ages and they do like it, but they get a bit funny going in. So now she's got a crying child. She needs to drop at the crash. He's just been told oh that I'm God. giving her hamster away. And I sat there going, what the fuck have you done, Rob? Oh my God. I tell you, you should have backtracked and gone, all right, we're not going to give him away. But if he dies in two weeks, oh God, no. on your head be it. But then if he does die, they'll think I've faked it. But even though it is dead. Oh God, they're not, they're not going to spot the. I'm going to have to buy another one to give away. Do you think you're going to keep the hamster? No, he's coming next Friday. He's going. He's going. He's, going. he's out. We just go, we need space. The hamster will get a bit scared. 
But then I didn't want to go, oh, the hamster would be scared of the dog because then I think the kids would be scared of the dog then. I don't want to feel like this dog's going to come yeah, in like yeah, yeah. rucking up stuff, like some sort of tear away. You say hamsters and dogs don't get on, like historically. They've always hated each other. Yeah, or no, the hamster, hamsters eat dogs. Yes, exactly. Hamsters eat dogs. Exactly. Maybe I'll do that. Basically, I'm having a bit of a, a bit of a crisis, but... That isn't ideal, Rob. That isn't ideal. It's not ideal. Um, I've got other stuff if you want it. Do you want other go stuff? Go on, go on, go on. Tell me about your week. Parents' evening. Oh, yeah. Via Zoom. Via Zoom, this was. 10 minutes. You only get 10 minutes, and then it cuts off. It's like it's, like it's the Hunger Games. Where you just get beans. Do they just hang up on you? Yeah, it's all set on a computer, and it's basically... Oh, it's on a countdown? Yes, it's horrible. That is insane. And also, in 10 minutes, it's just enough time for the teacher to tell you what's going on, right? Yeah. And then you just need two minutes to ask a question each and then get an answer. And anything, and they are very responsive on email and in person. So any yeah. reservations you have, it's fine. But I think if you've just done it to 12 minutes, then that way you get the 10 minutes information, then there's two minutes of questions, and then that's fine, I think. But because you never get any questions in. Anyway, it was so funny, though, because we're going, yeah, um, she's doing really well, like, socially, she's, you know, friendly with everyone, plays very well, and really good, and academically, she's doing well. This is all good. This is all good. And it was all positive. You know, when you're building up to negative, right? Yeah. And also, this is like the first, because year reception, they just sort of get them in and just make them stop like shitting themselves and crying, basically. Year one's when they start teaching yeah, yeah. them stuff, right? Yeah. So I'm a bit worried. Because this is when you sort of start to know what they'll be like, I think, with schooling. And he went, but there's one thing I, I do need to bring up that is, is, is becoming an issue. And you're like, oh, God. I'd love it if that's when the 10 minutes are kicked in. <laughs> and doom, power down. That's what, if I was a teacher, I would do that. At 9.55, on <laughs> everyone, I'd go, oh, also, I've got to mention this huge issue. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, exactly. Well, luckily, we had time. See you in 2022, loser. <laughs> yeah, 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 see you. And you never find out each year. We're on Zoom again. Why? Why is Zoom again? <laughs> anyway, so um, he said... Do you think if you go to the live parents' evening, they, like, bring down a curtain or something at exactly 10 minutes <laughs> to get you to move on? I hope on. so. That'd be fun. Or what I might do is, when in person, at 10 minutes, I'm just going to stand up and walk off. <laughs> whatever's happening yeah I'm going to put the clock in front of him and then just stare at him and then just get up and walk off just put your finger softly on his lips Rob <laughs> shh you've said, you said enough <laughs> it's okay she's okay it's okay she's okay um, anyway so it was all sort of good but it was building up to a negative and went, I've got to speak to you about this and I think it is quite important I think it's something that needs to be resolved and it is becoming an issue I was like, oh God, oh, and when he said that, my stomach. Oh God, how did you feel at that point? Stomach dropped through the floor. Yeah. It's an issue that needs to be resolved and it's affecting her every week and she's getting a little bit upset. It's something that really needs to be resolved to improve her schooling. Her dad is slagging her off on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that was that, right? He went, the thing is, she went, funky jazz on a Monday. I went, pardon? She went, she doesn't enjoy funky jazz on a Monday. What? what? <laughs> Yes, funky jazz is gone. I thought you was gonna tell me she can't read all right. Was it all that build up? So she don't want to do funky jazz. So what is funky jazz in after school class? Yeah, she does oh. basically school and then she does ballet and then straight into funky jazz. I wouldn't and I went, I wouldn't want to do funky jazz at four o'clock on a Monday either. So she's just doing ballet now and not funky jazz. But I thought that I was going to have to take her out of the school and find somewhere else. That's absolutely brilliant. What does that mean? You just pick her up an hour earlier? Yeah, which is fine. It's not no, no drama at all. Not the end of the world. No funky jazz at all. <laughs> Do you think the teacher was genuinely nervous about telling you? No, I just think because I had such terrible parents' evenings, right. I am yeah. going in there with pain memories of my own childhood. So I will jump to the worst case scenario ever. Right, but all he said is, yeah, it needs to be resolved. It, 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 basically, you can take those words in two ways. And if you're coming from a negative point of view, you'll take it as the worst. But it, like you say, 
a classic anxiety. I'm anxious, and the reality is always not as bad as the, the anxiety tells you. And it was fine, but it was I was there going, <laughs> oh, and I was like, fine, yeah, funky jazz. Don't worry about it, mate. Gone. It's gone. And Lou was like, but we bought the shoes. I was like, she didn't ask. Because <laughs> you were doing Parents' Evening via Zoom, mm-hmm. did that mean you could have like, like have a glass of wine while you did it? Yeah, you could, but I don't. I think you drink too much, Josh. <laughs> I barely drink, but I just thought that'd be a nice. People at the Cheltenham Festival said you were pissed signing all those books. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I had a great time. Partly because I hadn't eaten because the roulade was too heavy. Um, right, what's been happening with you, Josh? Oh, you know, life, <laughs> life, etc. So it's birthday season again. My daughter's birthday. She's only just had a birthday, isn't she? No, she had a party in the summer. Because her birthday was in lockdown, so we said she could have a party, Rob. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because she had it in the park. Yep, I get you. Yeah, so, yeah. so she's got yeah. another one up coming up for her actual birthday. Yeah, but there's two other kids, two of her friends who've got the exact same birthday as her. So it's absolute birthday season. That's horrible. Well, it's, it's great, Rob. Oh, is it? I love a child's birthday. <laughs> Do you not love them? They're genuinely the best social events of my life. Okay, right. They're the only social events of my life. Okay, Josh, come back to me when they're in a full primary class and you have to invite everyone in the class. Yeah, but Rob, there's an entertainer there. They do the gig for you. At the moment, you're cultivating her birthday party. What do you mean? You do have everyone from her preschool. Well, we did in the summer, yeah. We had everyone from her class. Oh, okay. We don't do it at our house. I'm going to throw it out there. I hate children's birthdays. And if I can avoid them forever... I like mine, seeing my kids. Oh, I love it. I am a fan of a drop-off. Drop and go. Oh, no. Drop them at their house. They sort them out. You pick them up two hours later. That's my dream afternoon. Going in and experience the party, kill me. Maybe you don't like the other parents, Rob. That's the no, problem. No, I don't mind them. Sometimes I go with them to a pub around the corner. I like that. Well, that's nice. But the actual nice. 20 kids running about going mental, not for me. Not for you. No. Nah. Sorry, Josh. Well, I, I, I'm i not going to lie. I had the time of my life, <laughs> again, as always, on Saturday. It wasn't even my daughter's birthday. It was one of her friend's birthdays. Okay. I mean, it was the third time I'd seen that entertainer in six months. Still enjoying it? It's still good gear. (laughs) It's still good gear, even when you've seen it three times. (sighs) The kids don't even notice. She absolutely smashed it, as per always. Well, what is her vibe? Is she like her own thing or she dresses up? Dressed as a kind of generic, colourful entertainer. So, spotty dress. Colourful entertainer sounds like Jim Davidson. Yeah, there was a lot of blue. But you know what, Rob? She's saying what we're thinking. That's what I like about She's it. She's speaking truth to the situation. I'm sorry exactly. if fit in with your stiff neck agenda, but, you know, there's things that people want to hear and she's happy to say them. Oh, totally, mate. And I, it's just some of these things that she was talking about, she's right, they're not natural. But... <laughs> And she's doing accents in a light-hearted way. And the kids love it. If anything, it's a it's a, it's a sign of respect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's this poor entertainer. For the, for the record, this, this entertainer is not racist or sexist. Or no, not or at all. No, no, no. She, by colourful, I mean colourful dress. A laugh. And like a kind of Mad Hatter-style hat. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Lots of playing music. Lots of games. Yeah. Lots of balloon modelling. 
Bish bash bosh, job done. Yes, because you, sometimes you can just get a divorcee in an Elsa costume and that's not what you want. Yeah, exactly. No, it wasn't that. She wasn't in an Elsa costume. She doesn't get booked for three children's parties in six months on the Clapton birthday scene without doing a good job, does she? She's dominating the scene, Josh. She's dominating it. Well, the one we've got next week, he's on his third appearance of uh, of the year as well. Oh. To be honest, I've got a feeling there's only two children's entertainers in the Hackney area. <laughs> What do they do, like beat poetry and, and hemp, so hemp bags? Well, that's what you'd think. Right? But they're not old school. But actually, when it comes to your children's parties, you have, to, you have to go with what they want rather than yourselves, and that is really disappointing. I've never seen a kid be a hipster. <laughs> Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars, because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying... Something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. At the UPS store, we want to make this summer the summer of shipping. Summer ship So you can start crossing items off your must-ship list. Like the vintage film camera your college kid needs for class. Or the vase you told your mom you would send her ages ago. And with our pack-and-ship guarantee, your items arrive safe or we reimburse you. So stop by your local store today for everything you need to be unstoppable. Visit the upsstore.com slash guarantee for full details. Available at participating locations. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. Let me send you this. This is what my daughters keep drawing, putting in our room. Can you see that? It's a cock and... It's a, is it a penis and bum? Yep. They've written bum and drawn a bum, and they've written bits, but got the S and the T around the oh, way, right, so it's yeah, pissed. Yeah. They've written bits, and they've drawn a knob. Yeah. She's drawn an actual knob, but the little hole on the end. She's drawn an actual knob. Yeah, she's, it's quite graphic. <laughs> it's really graphic. And she's done it on a post-it, <laughs> so it looks like things she needs to remember. <laughs> The oldest draws them and gives them to the youngest and they go, I've got a delivery. So she's, dropped, she's walked in with two post-it notes, one of a dick with a hole in, which is too graphic. But they, they're obsessed. If I got a wee, they're obsessed with seeing the wee, where the wee comes from kind of thing. Oh, really? Yeah, but I'm like, go away. So I've been locking the door, but they find it so, they find bits so funny. But they can't draw that. She's only five. She's drawing a dick. She's drawing a dick, Rob. I had this through as well the other day. You know when they, um, they saw that piss written in my book? Yeah. Someone on Instagram messaged me. Their daughter was playing on a tree, right? Yeah. And there was a naughty word, like, sort of scraped into the tree. They'd scraped into it, come. Someone had scraped come into the tree, and their daughter was reading it. <gasps> so let me try and find this thing for you. Where is it? I'll send you the, the photo, and I'll play this. Listen. Pardon? Come. <laughs> Did you just ask what it's spelled? Yeah. Um, it's like, come here. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Come. It's awful, isn't it? Amazing. That kids learn to read. I'll show you what was carved into the tree that that young child was climbing on. Let's have a look. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's horrible, isn't it? People are awful. Why? That's obviously a teenager. Why are people so awful? I understand why you'd carve a cock into a tree. It's it looks yeah. funny, doesn't it? Yeah. And I'd even argue, yeah, do some do it spunking. Do a couple of little divots in the wood. Maybe there was meant to be more to it, Rob. Maybe they were disturbed while they were doing it. Well, they were bloody disturbed, but <laughs> maybe they were like disturbed. But why would you carve come into a tree? Well, maybe they were 
going to do some more stuff. Like maybe it was part of a bigger piece, but then someone turned up and they had to run. So it's half finished. <laughs> it does feel like they need to return to finish the job because the penis isn't even as graphic as the one your daughter drew. What's really horrifying about the penis my daughter's drawn is the little hole at the end and she's done the bell end. Yeah. That's really, that's too much. I think, I, I, don't, I don't know if I need to go to take her to a doctor's or something. What's interesting about it is you say that obviously they're interested in your penis. So now. <laughs> Stop, you can't say that. They're interested. I know they are, but it sounds horrible out loud, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't sound ideal. They're interested in my penis. It doesn't sound like the top ranking podcast that in the country would be saying that, does it, Rob? That's a great headline. Doesn't look great on an email. No, it's it's not ideal. When Danny phones you up and says the Daily Mail have jumped on something that you said in the podcast. Oh no, what have they run with? What's the headline? <laughs> Beckett's children interested in his penis. But the what I find interesting about them being interested in your penis <laughs> is that now... That poster is exactly how I imagine your penis looks. It doesn't look like that. I mean, it's... well, it, they're, they're only going off what they've seen, mate. <laughs> and let's be no, she's a very talented artist. Have you seen her moo cow? Exactly. And is, let's be honest, is that your bum? <laughs> I wish that was my bum. Look at it. That is, that is bunda. It is peachy, isn't it's it? Pe- it's wonderful. Peachy bunda, that is. Yeah. I just, I just loved kids' parties, Rob. They're the only bit of socialising I can deal with at all. Why what, you, don't you go out? Well, because I've been working so much, Rob. Yeah. I've completely lost the ability to socialise. <laughs> is that because every time you go out and speak to someone, you have to sell them your book? Do you just sort of panic and just start doing a PR on people in the street? Genuinely. I mean, either selling them my book or I'm riffing about the news. And no one <laughs> wants either of those things. You not yeah, you basically need to be rehabilitated back into society. It's a genuine problem that I feel like I've got at the moment, which is that I can't have conversations with my friends. I've lost the ability to do it. So I went for lunch with some friends the other day. Yeah. And I just couldn't do it. I just thought, I've got nothing to offer here. <laughs> I, you know when people were like, when they came out of lockdown, they'd kind of, yeah. some people really struggled with readapting. You think you've got that from having a kid and being on a PR junket tour? Exactly. I genuinely think so that. So what was so good about the kids' party then? I don't know. For some reason I can do that, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I went for lunch with some friends and I was like, in my head, Rob, yeah. and this is no reflection on my friends, but I just wanted to not be there. <laughs> because I was just, I, wa- I wasn't myself at all. I felt like... Was you tired? I was, but I'm always tired. What time was it? What, what daytime, lunch? Yeah, lunch. And who, who, how many friends? Four, three, don't even know, <laughs> don't even care. I think you're just tired. You are having no time to yourself because you're at home. With- I've got no time to myself. Yeah. I don't want to spend my time to myself talking to my friends. <laughs> I can deal with WhatsApp. I think that's very important because I think it's that kind of thing. I know it is. But I, I, and I'm normally the most sociable. Yes. Like, I love, I'm so sociable. You hate being on your own. You always, if we ever did a TV show, you're the first person to leave your dressing room and go in someone else's for a chat. Of course, of course, because I've got nothing to offer. But like as, as company. You have got stuff to offer, but not at the moment. No, I mean to myself. Oh, to yourself. But now you have got something to offer to yourself, which is quiet. I genuinely... I feel like I've, I don't know what it is, but I just, like, I, someone asked me to go to their birthday this week. Yeah. I felt affronted that I even had to reply and say I didn't want to go. <laughs> Josh, I think you're burnt out. 
you need to rest. And I, there's, I'll tell you what's good to listen to. That um, You know, Helen Russell, who was on the podcast talking yeah. about moving to Denmark, she's got a podcast called How To Be Sad, which is really good. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and I've just bought the book of the guy she interviewed about rest. It's the episode Rest. But it's talking about how important yeah. rest is and then like sort of recharging. At the moment, you're depleted because when you go home, you've got, you know, your, your wife and children that, you know, you need to look after the kids and want stuff from you. Then you go to work and you've got a camera in front of your face wanting all your energy. Then on top of that, you go to your tour show, you have to give out loads of energy, and then you've been interviewed by your book. So you're constantly giving out, giving out, giving out. So you, you just need to sit at home and recharge and not talk to anyone, basically. And about certain rest isn't rest or it is rest. So for example, you're not really resting going to your friends because you're chatting and you're talking and you've got to be interested, you've got to be polite and stuff like that. Whereas you've got to do stuff that's your own your own thing. It's not always like just sit in line in the dark resting, you know. Totally agree. I couldn't even I couldn't maintain a conversation, Rob. Yeah, but you, you need to relax and chill. I felt like I was like making polite conversation, but with friends. Mm. Do you know what I yes. mean? So I felt like I, I couldn't escape small talk. You couldn't get beyond small talk. Couldn't get to my usual <laughs> level of big talk. <laughs> I was I was stuck on small talk. You couldn't even see medium talk. I couldn't even see medium talk. Big talk was a pipe dream. Exactly. So what's an example of you with big talk kind of stuff? Well, like you talk about like... Oh, have you heard? And there's a bit of gossip. Yeah, gossip or in-jokes. Or did you see what this person Instagram? What an absolute wanker. That kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, so let's practice this. I'm your friend, right? Let's get into character. I'll try yep. and get method for this. I'm your friend. All right. Let's do what you are doing, okay? Oh, hi, right, Josh. How's it going? Yeah, good, good, good. So um, how are you? Oh, yeah, yeah, not bad. Just saying, you know, nice to be out. It's lovely here, isn't it? It's a restaurant. You've been here before? No. No. Oh, it's not. What are you, you going to have? I don't know. How's the family? Yeah, oh, yeah, all good. Oh, we had some great... I went to the party. It was so lovely spending time with them and stuff like that. Work's a bit quiet. It'd be nice to pick up a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, how about you? How's the book? Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so... I don't really want to talk about it. I talk about it all the fucking time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is this is small talk, Josh. Okay, right now, let's get you back in. Let's, let's move you up, right? Let's, let's, let's... Okay. Just remember, just enjoy it. Just go for it. Just enjoy yeah. myself. Go, yeah. Okay. Ah, right, Josh, how's it going? Have you seen Instagram? Jesus Christ, what is wrong with I her? I don't know, but it's great, isn't it? I think, I really think she needs help. <laughs> yeah, totally. I can't stop watching the stories. Yeah. And I went into the live the other day and I was the only person there and I had to leave instantly. Oh, that's the worst, is it? When you're in the live and you know you're watching just to see what they're doing, but then they see you and there's no one else there. That is the worst. The tension of clicking on a live Instagram <laughs> is fucking insane. Oh, what if they request you to join and you're in? Oh, God, no. <gasps> Winner comes back. That's big That's talk, big right? Talk That's fucking big talk. Fucking big That's talk. what I'm interested in. That's what I want to talk about. Yes. Not, oh, so um, when are you going back to work, maternity leave must Oh, I don't fun. give a shit well, about well, your wife's maternity. What is wrong off, with me? Why off. am I asking this? We all have kids. We all go back to work. Fucking get over it. Right, let's slag some people off. But it's my own fault. Why am I asking people this? They don't even want to talk to me about it. No. Fuck, you've got to take control of the table, Josh. You're a big dog, mate. Fucking slam down some banner. Slag some people off. If you're not leaving that restaurant guilty about the things you've said about other people, you've not had a night out with your mates. That's how it works. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> No, I can't. I can't do that anymore. I, I hopefully, Rob, I'm back. I'm back. It's good. I think you're back, Josh. I think you just need a little bit of a rest, have a quiet weekend, and then get back on the horse. You know, Josh. I've, before we do a couple of Instagrams, I've got a question that I want to ask you and the listeners. Okay. Yeah. You know, have you got Sky Plus where you fast forward it and stuff? Yeah, I've got Sky. So Plus. you record stuff and then you fast forward through the adverts to catch up. Yeah. 
So like if you record, yeah, you know, you've recorded off the telly and there's adverts and stuff. Or you record the Strictly Results show and you fast forward through the musical performance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you start 15 minutes late. So if a show starts at nine, you start at quarter past nine so you can fast forward the adverts, that kind of stuff, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So when you do it, right, when the adverts are on, sometimes you catch up, don't you? But if there's still some fast forwarding to do, me and Lou will say to, to each other, have you got any juice? Right. As in... Have we got any fast forwarding so we can do yeah, yeah. to get through these adverts or have we caught up? What word do you, have you got a word for that? No, but I like it and I'm going to start using it. Have we got any, that, but I don't know if anyone else, because I was like, have you got any juice? And I thought, what a weird thing to say. But me and her both know what that means. No, but it's a good turn of phrase. Yeah, it's good. I like it. We've got any juice to get through this rather than sitting through these adverts. Are we got some catching up to do? I don't know if, if anyone else has got a word for it, let me know. Because yeah, I, I didn't know good. if that's just something that we do, but I, I was I was quite intrigued. That is good, but I like that, Rob. But any juice? Yeah, because I like phrases that only people have, and then they kind of catch on because it works. Yeah, well, you got any juice? But I, I, that's the thing, though. We the always disappointment when you run out of juice halfway through an advert oh, break is god, it's killer. Oh my god, it's awful, isn't it? Because if there's a show me and Lou want to watch, we'll say, right, I tell you what, I'm Lou, I'm having a bath. I'll come down at nine twenty-five to watch that show that starts at nine. We can fast forward the adverts, and we still finish it at like ten o'clock. Yeah, we'd, you know, we're claiming back time. But yeah, any juice, that's what we say. But I don't know if you guys say anything different. But yeah, email in or message. I know I shouldn't bite the hand that feeds me. Go Rob, on. But I went to watch something on 4OD the other day. Oh yeah, FOD. FOD. Fuck me. The experience of <laughs> the two and a half minutes of adverts before the show is like the slowest time ever goes. Because you can't fast. And you're like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I genuinely don't think I'm going to make it to the show. Two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes of a, of a car advert. Because I was watching on my phone and you're like, I can't even look at other stuff on my phone while these adverts are on because I've got to watch the yeah. adverts on my fucking phone. And then you try and skip it and then you just, it just is there and you can't, you can't skip it. You're just watching adverts like it's the old days <laughs> and I can't deal with it. At least on here you can fast forward them. Yeah, exactly. And do you know what? Don't though. Because they're great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen to all of them and buy it all, please, immediately. Or if anything, rewind and re-listen. That would be my tip. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I tend to do with podcasts, Rob? What's that? Is I'll, I'll, I'll uh, wait and then I'll listen to the adverts and then I'll fast forward through the actual podcast. Yeah, yeah I'll fast through And just day, listen yeah. to the adverts. <laughs> Sometimes they're better. They're better. They're good stuff. We haven't done any Instagrams. Oh, God, sorry. I've blabbered on for so long. Well, I'll tell you on that. Rose woke up at, uh, when she was up feeding our son at half four this morning. Yeah. She said she couldn't get back to sleep because she was thinking of things that uh, she doesn't care about. Oh, that's great. We've got loads of those things you don't have an opinion on. Yeah. She thinks she's like, I was just kept thinking about things I don't have an opinion on. <laughs> okay. She, she doesn't have an opinion on what is trending on Twitter. Yes, yeah, she doesn't have an opinion, doesn't care. That's trending, don't care. Does not give a flying fuck. Um, also, my friend Joe texted me with some things she doesn't care about. Uh, the next James Bond. She doesn't care. I don't care who it is either. No. And if it is, you know, a female James Bond, I'll watch it and then make a decision if I like it or not after. Exactly. And then I probably won't even watch it. I've not even seen this one. No. Do you know what, Rob? Yeah. I won't watch it. Let's be honest. I'll read a review, think, oh yeah, they're taking it a bit more seriously than they used to. <laughs> I probably won't see that. It's three hours long. It's like EastEnders Omnibus. It's too much Bond. I don't have enough time in my life to watch James Bond. <gasps> I think TikTok has ruined my brain. Any, I can't watch anything that lasts more than about five minutes. <laughs> like, boring, all this bloody setup. Give us some more things that people don't care about. Okay, and we'll do your Instagram messages on Friday before our episode. Here we go. Things I don't have an opinion on, whether you keep ketchup in the fridge or not. Yes, totally agree. If pineapple belongs on pizza, people star signs. 
Couldn't care less. Thank you, Laura Simmons. Yeah. Who was the best member of the Beatles? No one cares. No one cares. No one cares about that. I do care about that. Please, I don't have an opinion on. I do care about that. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Rachel in Rembury. Yeah. Perfect. Well, we'll do proper Instagram messages next week. Let me throw in a couple of things people don't have an opinion on. Who's this from? Jasmine. The Squid Game. (laughs) Uh, Or whether you should put water on a toothbrush before you put toothpaste on. I don't care about that. Couldn't care less. You want to go in dry? Go in dry. Oh, that's Mark. Mark adds, window or aisle seat on a plane. Who cares? Oh, I care. Each to, their, each to their own on that. We're not saying no one should have an opinion on these. I've got an opinion on that. I care. I care. It depends what mood I'm in. If I'm getting pissed, aisle so I can get to the toilet. If I'm having a sleep, window. Sorry, Mark. I care. Yes. Is that okay? Fair enough. Is that okay? It's fine. These are things that you, <laughs> you don't have an opinion on. But other people might. Perfect. Steve's gone with Israel and Palestine. <laughs> Okay, fair enough, Steve. That's up to you, but some people do care about that, okay? <laughs> it's quite a big issue. Yeah. You know, say what you want, Steve. If you don't care about it, fair enough, but people are affected. Now... Is that Steve with a V or a PH? Uh, it's a Steve with a V. Classic Steve with a V, that is. Yeah, classic Steve with a V. Always a little bit on the bone, they are. PH, a bit more class about them. Yeah. Well, we'll get more from Steve as they come in. <laughs> we'll have one from Steve each week. Right, here we go. Let's do some small business shout-outs and we'll do your emails. Oh, messages. Yeah. Blimey, O'Reilly, we've got to that point already. I've blabbered fucking on. Sorry, I can't even do conversation at the moment. <gasps> okay, here we go. Da, 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 da. I just don't want to talk to people. God, I... Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said that. You hate your life still. Okay. I don't hate my life. I just hate other people's lives and hearing about them. That's better. You're making progress. You hated your life. You just hate other people now. Yeah. You don't hate your life. That's good. Let's uh, let's not internalise it. Hate hate the outside, not the inside. Hi, Rob and Josh. I wondered if you might think about giving us a mention on your small business shout out. My friend and I have set up a business selling playmats, which are child focused one side with a nice adult design on the other. They look great, baby safe and easy to maintain. It's a big leap for both of us. So we're keen to try and make a success. We'd be really grateful if you could share our business with your listeners. You can check us out www.mataplay.co.uk. That's M-A-T-A play.co.uk. Sounds like a very committed one matter fan who really wants him to play for Man United, even though he's old. So that's M-A-T-A play. Keep up the good work with the podcast. You helped many of us keep smiling through the last 18 months. Thanks in anticipation. I found them online and they are Matterplay official. Oh, they're pretty mats. They look quite sort of like bathroom tiles kind of thing. And then kid designs on the front as well. Matterplay.co.uk. Good luck with it, guys. Okay, this is from Steph Jones. All right, tarts. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Fucking right and all. Good start, isn't it? Yeah, silly old tarts. All right, tarts. Please, may I have a small business shout out? Yeah. Uh, she says it's absolutely okay. By the way, at least it is here in near Dudley. Good luck. I was diagnosed with. Oh, sorry. Oh God, I've just done a. Oh God. Oh, God. I've done a Dudley. I've been diagnosed. Jesus. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. The tone shifted mid impression. <laughs> But did you know what? The tone very much shifted mid-email because she's the one who's tying the right tarts. You can't tart me off and then hit me with a diagnosis halfway through the chat. Come on. All right, tarts. Please may I have a small business shout out. I was diagnosed with breast cancer four years ago at the age of 31, a mum of two very young children. I've just recently set up my business providing care packages designed for those in mind who have received a cancer diagnosis and about to embark on treatment. The package is inspired by my own personal experiences of chemo, surgeries, hospital stays, medical menopause, etc. And with a donation from each box being made to Copperfield. 
Any help you can give to spread the word would be wonderful. Thank you so much for providing so many lols on darker days. Steph Jones. Instagram and Facebook is practically, that's P-R-A-C-T-I-C-A-L-L-Y underscore perfect underscore packages. There we go. Lovely. Good one. That is a great one. Dudley! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it was worth it in the end. Oh, God. Do you know what, though? If, if ever I get diagnosed with something bad like that, I'll just, my brain will go, Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's gonna be in my head forever now whenever i hear that word anyway good on you well done that's a very nice positive thing to be doing um, yeah. we'll be back on friday with another interview i think it might be jesse Ware. we keep threatening it it is jesse Ware. yes yes it's bloody jesse Ware. it's jesse Ware on friday enjoy see you then bye bye